0: step into the world of advertising with Cast, predicting the most important trends in the advertising industry. Host Tim Barsness dishes on the latest developments within the advertising realm. Tune into the Cast to receive insider tips and advice from experts within the advertising industry. Fjordcast is your first stop in hearing about the unique opportunities and challenges advertisers face today. Cranberry Radio is proud to present Cast with your host, Tim Barsness.
1: Thanks for joining us on FjordCast. I'm Tim Barsness, founder of web and mobile development team Fjord. And today on our show, we will be talking with Scott Severson about his full-service content marketing services and software company, BrandPoint. Welcome to the show, Scott.
2: Thanks, Tim. Hello, everybody.
1: So, Scott, can you tell us a little bit about your company?
2: Yeah, so BrandPoint is, this is our 21st year and we are a full-service content marketing services and software company. From a services perspective, we really help our clients with the full spectrum of of content marketing, everything from helping our clients with their, their content strategy to content development, and this takes many forms today. We help our clients with everything from blog content to uh, feature articles. And increasingly, uh, with the rise of marketing automation, we're doing a lot more content uh, to help our clients with their marketing automation programs. So things like gated content, e-books and white papers and email to support that. We also have a a media practice within that where we help our clients generate earned uh, media and sponsored content placements. And then from a software perspective, we developed BrandPoint Hub as a content marketing software platform. And it really arose um, out of necessity when we were developing more content for our clients. We realized that using Word, Excel, and email were really not effective workflow tools. And we needed better internal systems to Manage how all that content flowed through our writing and editor teams. And so we created our own homegrown solution that evolved into a software as a service that we now um, sell to our customers.
1: So, Brandpoint Hub is a um, content workflow tool, or is it also a publishing platform? Yeah,
2: correct. It's both. So, we help our clients with everything from their ideation of content to Uh, the planning, shared editorial calendars, um, to workflow management. Uh, Our average client has three to five people involved in uh, the approval of every piece of content that they produce. And our system will manage how that workflow um, flows through to the tool. And then once a piece of content reaches a final approval state, whatever that may be for that particular client, We handle the publishing to their website and all of their social channels, and we also uh, pull in reporting. So we can tell our clients how did that content perform for them on a discrete basis. So we really eliminate for the average client about eight to ten different tools that they would have to log into to complete one discrete task.
1: Got it. You mentioned you've uh, you're in your 21st year of business. Um, did you start as a content company?
2: No, we well we started as a company that really focused on doing content distribution for PR agencies, and that grew and evolved into what we are today—a uh, fairly comprehensive content marketing services and software company. I have been with the company. Um, I am entering my 11th year.
1: Got it. So you personally, in your 11 years, how did you get into the, the content or content distribution business?
2: So when we were founded 21 years ago, we started out as what is called a mat release company. It's a really old PR term and it stems from back in the 1930s and 1940s. PR professionals would, you know, create these masters of aligned type, these brand stories that they would mail out to newspapers in the hope that the newspaper would strip it in and run some ads around it. And it was a tactic uh, back in the in the day to get earned media uh, for their clients. The name has stuck. We've never mailed anything out. We started out by creating a website that editors could go find uh, content that they needed to fill news holes in their papers, and it grew and evolved from that kind of one product to uh, the multitude of products that we offer today.
1: Got it. So, are you kind of like a version of the Associated Press then, or how does it relate to something like that?
2: Well it's similar in concept with our, our distribution business. Um, the difference is we have a brand, um, that is hiring us to write the content and promote that content to editors where the AP wouldn't obviously have a brand underwriting the content.
1: Got it. Makes sense. So what made you want to get into this?
2: Well, I've I've always liked storytelling, and and when the opportunity to join BrandPoint uh, came about, uh, it was it was a a nice blending of you know my online marketing background with content, and we really get to work with a lot of diverse brands and across a lot of different categories, and I saw it as an area that. You know, was really
1: poised to take off and grow. Got it. And and tell me about that growth. What does that look like for you?
2: Yeah. So over over the last ten years, we've we've grown from you know really being focused on one product and one segment um, of the industry to we've really grown to become a, a diverse uh, company with multiple revenue streams, multiple products. And in the last uh, twenty-four months, we've entered into the software space, so it's been a lot of fun.
1: Okay, so that's a relatively new. Yes, got it. Cool, and and you're seeing yeah. that as growing as well.
2: Yeah, we've been we've been using our homegrown uh, solution for over five years now, and about eighteen months ago, we um, created a SaaS version that we made available for sale. And yep, the uh, user base is growing and the amount of content under management that our, our clients are, are uh, using the tool to, to manage is, is continually growing. And we're launching a version two of the platform later this month.
1: Very cool. So that content that you're managing, does that typically expire over a period of time? Or is, are you looking for more evergreen type content?
2: Well, it, it depends on the channel that we're talking about. The, the content that we are writing and and placing for our clients in earned and sponsored channels tends to be more evergreen content that's going to live online for a long time. The content under management using BrandPoint Hub, uh, it's a mix. Uh, but the, probably the, the biggest chunk of content that our clients are producing using the hub is blog content, which you know they are are writing a lot of blog content every week.
1: So, what's the coolest thing that you've done in, in your career? What what gets you really jazzed up about content?
2: Well, I I don't know if I've done the coolest thing in my career yet. Hopefully that that uh, uh, is still coming down the horizon. But what really gets me fired up about this space is. I think we are really witnessing uh, a change in the marketplace and, and we're really a, a part of that. And that change is, you know, for a really long time, it was hard for brands and, and their customers to have a one-to-one connection. And, and today, through content marketing and some of the technology that, that we've created we're really helping our, our clients connect more directly with their, their audiences. And, and we're helping them tell better stories and provide value. And I think it's a space to be a part of.
1: Perfect. Uh, we need to take a break, but when we come back, we will cover a little bit more about um, Scott's full-service content and content platform um, right after this.
0: Don't go away. George Cast with Tim Barsness. will be right back after a word from our sponsors.
3: Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators.
0: eBrands.
3: Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators.
0: eBrands.
1: Visit fjorddigital.com or call 612-877-3840 and get the support and protection your website and business deserve. That's f j o
3: r g e digital.com. Do you have cold hard cash burning a hole in your pocket? Let Cranberry Radio lighten your load. Just hand us that burdensome dinero and we'll get you set up with your very own radio show. We produce, edit, and amplify the show. All you have to do is show up. It's time for you to make an impact. We're glad to help. Just hand over the cash. Space is limited. So contact us now at sales at cranberry.fm. A
0: more refreshing kind of talk radio. Cranberry Radio. Cranberry.fm. Tim Barsness is back with more advertising advice with Fjordcast, only on Cranberry Radio.
1: Welcome back to Fjordcast. I'm your host, Tim Barsness, and we are here of full service content marketing agency BrandPoint. So, Scott, you you just mentioned that you're seeing a change in the in the market overall, um, and that content is enabling. Brands to interact more one to one with their with their customers. Um, how are you seeing that taking place overall in the market?
2: Well, as as an example, um, prior to joining BrandPoint, I, I worked at a large uh, local publishing company called North American Membership Group, which published ten different special interest magazines. Uh, there were. Uh, really geared towards people's affinity interests like cooking and woodworking and so forth. And up until recently, the magazine business was a really great business and it was really supported by ad revenue. And in the last 15 years or so, we've, we've really seen that model challenged because brands no longer have to... Uh, you know, spend the sort of money that they're spending on advertising um, to connect with their audience, to tell their story, to tell them about new products that they may have or solutions that they may have. And so the internet has really fostered that change. And and we view content, really good content, as the currency to having and fostering that relationship with your audience.
1: How do you know if you um have something that where the currency is worth value let's say
2: Yeah so there's multiple ways to measure um the the value of your content it's it's uh, a source of a fair amount of debate One of the things that we recommend for our clients is to Look at the value of that content primarily from what the the traffic that that content generates would be worth to you if you had to pay for it on, you know, say you're buying keywords on Google AdWords. Um, you know, so by developing great content that is generating inbound search traffic, uh, we can assign a monetary value to that and... You know, generally that content over time pays a much higher dividend than what what your investment in paid search is going going to yield. It's it's something that once you've paid for that content, it's going to provide value over a period of time. Now, the problem with that analysis is it doesn't look at the entire picture of the value of um, you know what is it for you socially or. Uh, what is it doing for your overall content footprint on your website? So there's a lot of different ways to look at it, but looking at ad value equivalency or the or the what the Google rate would be is one way that we look at. Is it working? So or
1: you're fine. essentially in in that model. You are taking um, the traffic that you get and the terms that you get that traffic from, and kind of asserting a and essentially an AdWords value for it. Yes. So it would be the the cost equivalent of um, pay per click, correct? Yeah, got it. Do you look at the one step further and take a look at the ROI that you would get in that that value that you're you're kind of assuming?
2: So we generally don't see the downstream effect of of what did that look like, but our clients definitely are looking at that. Um, you know, there's again multiple ways that they can look at. They can look at it on a Hey, I invested X in producing content and over a one year period, it delivered Y traffic. And then that traffic took these actions as a result.
1: Got it. So you guys don't look into conversions as much. You're more kind of top of funnel.
2: We're Well, in terms of what we can see, we're definitely more top of funnel. Our clients then would connect the downstream dots from there. Got it.
1: Yep. Okay. Um, do you, do you typically see a return on let's say in just an article as an example um over cpc value do you on the average see a return better than the cost to produce
2: yeah so when we when we recommend that our clients look at it from a long-term perspective uh when we When we have customers that say, I want to show an ROI on this this week, we say, don't invest in content. You're far better off uh, spending your money on AdWords where you can spend the immediate return. Uh, But the challenge with AdWords is every paid search campaign you're going to encounter reaches a point of diminishing returns. And so how do you grow beyond that? And, And we recommend content, obviously. So our average client... When they look at it over a, you know, I I think the last time we looked at it was like a year long period, uh, they saw a ROI based on uh, what that traffic would have cost them. Um, so, so, so yes, it really it really can be a source of traffic for your uh,
1: website. Just to clarify, in the first year of new content, you are seeing a two hundred percent ROI over the equivalent ad spend.
2: No, we're over the cost to produce that content.
1: Got it. Excuse not me. Not over
2: the ad spend. Yeah.
1: Got it. Tell us a little bit more about, you know, obviously you're getting significant ROI. What what is it that you guys are doing that makes you so effective?
2: Well, I think part of it is is um our process and our experience. We've been Doing this for for a long time, we have really good internal processes. Uh, we have really good writers and editors, and we have good strategists. and And so there's there's no shortage of places where you can get content online. Uh, but as we've all seen, the signal to noise ratio is only increasing. There's more and more being published every day. And it's harder for your content to stand out and to connect with people and, and to engage them. And so the, the table stakes for content are becoming incredibly high. And that's really, I think, one of the reasons that, that we are doing well in this space is we have writers that are on staff. They have an average of 12 years' experience. They're all former journalism majors. And, and so we really take providing and writing quality content seriously. Anybody can churn out an, an inexpensive article, but it, it takes a, a level of expertise to
1: do it right. Is all the content you produce written? Do you do any audio? Do you do any video?
2: We're doing, uh, more, um, graphic content today. Um, you know, so we do a lot of infographic design and, uh, data visualization, uh, more and more, we're doing custom blog graphics to go with the, the, uh, blog content that we're creating. But the majority of the content that we produce today is still written content.
1: Got it. Um, so how does the content that you're, um, you're producing fit into uh, marketing automation overall?
2: Yeah, so great question. Uh, when we looked at uh, marketing automation for BrandPoint, it, w- it was an interesting journey because I think like many companies, we got really enamored with the promise of the software and what it could do for us. And the sales pitch is really effective for for marketing automation. Um, you know, they they say, "Hey, our, uh, this magical software is going to you know help nurture leads to the point where they're ready for a salesperson to call on them."
1: And, and has that been your experience?
2: Well. We are fans of marketing automation. The, the piece that your marketing automation platform sales rep won't tell you is it takes a fire hose of content to make it work. Uh, marketing automation without content is only going to provide you partial benefit. And, and so that was one of the surprises for us as we got into it and we're, we are a con- we're a company that produces content. We were amazed at for our marketing efforts. How much content did it really actually require us to produce to fuel this? And so, we really saw that um, as a focus area for our company because we we thought if we're having this challenge, uh, everybody else is. And there's when you look at the top ten. Uh, Marketing automation platforms like HubSpot, Marketo, and Eloqua, Um, there's 83,000 companies today that are using this software and, and probably have a similar challenge. So that's what really led us to kind of jump into helping companies create the content that they need to power these programs.
1: Exactly. Great point. Great idea. Uh, we need to take a break, but when we come back, we will l- take a look at an article written by Scott himself, as well as a tweet from Denny's that hit it big.
0: Don't go away. George Cast with Tim Barsness will be right back after a word from our sponsors.
3: Looking for a white label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen Cranberry Radio is your new destination for education, entertainment, and engagement. Browse through our complete library of programs at cranberry.fm or on demand through iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, and Google Play. Don't worry, you can still access all of our great webmasterradio.fm programs at cranberry.fm. Refresh your bookmarks today to cranberryradio at cranberry.fm.
0: Content for your ears. And everything in between. Cranberry.fm Tim Barsness is back with more advertising advice with Fjordcast, Only on Cranberry Radio.
1: Welcome back to Fjordcast. I'm your host, Tim Barsness, and I'm here with Scott Steven- Severson of BrandPoint. Our first article is written by Scott It's titled Marketing Automation Batteries Not Included. Kind of summarizes some steps to success in content, excuse me, in marketing automation. Recommendations are to hire a pro, assemble a team, map your buyer's journey, and plan for developing content. Um, Scott, how do you go about ensuring the right content is presented at the right time?
2: It really comes down to the the journey mapping is a key to that, really understanding, you know, what does that customer journey look like uh, really for each of the products that you sell and, and, and then thinking about those steps, what sort of content do we need to put in front of that customer at those various milestones along the journey to help nurture them along to the point where, they're they're ready for a salesperson to contact them and and engage in a conversation.
1: Do you believe that every sales process should have um, content as the starting point?
2: Well, when you when you look at how we buy things today, you know, just about everybody, and I'm thinking about B two B sales, but I think it lends itself to B two C as well. We all spend time researching and and consuming content online before we ever reach out to a salesperson. I I can't remember where the stat was for them, but I read that it was something to the effect of, um, you know, eighty percent of uh, you know the purchasing decision happens before uh, a salesperson is involved. Well, you want to be able to influence that purchasing decision, you know, with your content.
1: Absolutely. Um, so our second article today is from Adweek, uh, and it, it takes a look at a, a tweet by Denny's that I mentioned, Hit It Big. Um, Denny's CMO was commenting on their strategy behind um, a little, what I would call a choose-your-own-adventure game within within a, a picture they tweeted of pancakes. Uh, to date, the, the, the picture has been retweeted 117,000 times and liked 165,000 times. Um an overview of the strategy from the the perspective of the CMO was that it is to serve an online serve as an online extension of what you would expect um, when you go to the, visit their restaurants. Um, I'm just wondering, Scott, have you seen that strategy kind of play out elsewhere where you are who you are online as well as offline?
2: Well, in in the Denny's example, I I do wonder. Um, if their online persona it matches their their offline one, and I, I do think that's that's uh, um, a, a question mark for brands as as we look at ROI. There was a fabulous campaign did, did tons of stuff for them socially. Um, is it consistent with who the brand is, and and maybe it is consistent with where the brand is going but it wasn't, when I looked at it, it wasn't consistent with my experience of Denny's. Is.
1: What makes you, okay, what what about the the difference between the tweet and your experience at a Denny's restaurant? What's, where's the gap?
2: Well, I just, I, I guess I have a perception of what a Denny's, and it's been a while since I've been in one, so it's maybe not fair, but I have a perception of what Denny's is, and, and I, I think being irreverent and, And, um, you know, their, their approach doesn't match with my experience. I don't think of Denny's as being a a funny irreverent brand necessarily.
1: Yeah. I kind of wonder, um, you know, of the hundreds of thousands of people who saw this, um, what their experience overall is, is, I mean, is Denny's trying to reposition themselves? Are they really not being true to who they say they're trying to be? I guess (laughs) from my perspective, I don't, I don't understand quite the appeal of, of why this particular tweet hit it so big.
2: Yeah. And you know, and I, I I do think it's an interesting questions for, for brands as you're, you're positioning yourself socially, you know, are you being consistent with, with that brand and, and, you know, how do you have that brand authenticity, throughout your online and offline channels because if you're if you're really comp- two diametrically opposed things socially and in, in, in brick and mortar, uh, is that going to resonate?
1: Right, exactly. Well, that's it for today on Fjord's Thanks for being on the show today, Scott.
2: Thanks, everybody. Enjoyed it.
1: Absolutely. You can find Scott's agency online at brandpoint.com. Where can people find you on social media, Scott?
2: Uh, I, I am on Twitter at at Scott severson perfect and um and we we published quite a bit to content marketing institute as well
1: okay and that was content right correct perfect thank you for joining us on you can download episodes of the program by going to cranberry.fm or subscribing to the show on itunes stitcher soundcloud and iheartradio